I want to. This podcast is going to be full Greg. I'm going to have to put a warning label on this podcast. A vegan is a person who eats more vegetables. That's not how you say that word. I'll be on the phone for four hours a day. I'll be on the phone for four hours a day. Talking to your mama. I'll be on the phone for four hours a day. I'll be on the phone for four hours a day. I'll be on the phone for four hours a day. Who am I talking to? Your mama. Mexican dad mullet. Are you a Mexican dad? In my opinion, the best fathers. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I've never been to a Whataburger. Where are the Whataburgers? Oh, they're they're all over Texas. Oh, I, oh, oh my God! Everybody, yeah. has, everyone's like, "What the f- did you just say? <laughs> you never had a one of one." Yeah, yeah. Shut up. I'm like, yeah, oh my God, Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah. We went to uh, Applebee's last time he was in San Antonio. We got uh, only dessert. And they were really thrown off by that. It didn't help that we were feeding each other. We were like, no, try, try the blondie. Who had a good show tonight? You did, you did. Uh, let's grab another suggestion. What do we got? Kanye. Kanye. I would, next. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd look past it, next. Shanks is in the building, baby. I like that. Let's go. Yeah, you looking like a little treat over here, Rob Barbus. I don't like it no more. <laughs> Hey everyone, come see me live this weekend in La Jolla, California, then St. Louis, Missouri, then Syracuse, New York, then New York City, New York. We're bringing stand-up on the spot out there for the New York Comedy Festival. Get tickets at jeremiahwatkins.com, and I hope you've been enjoying the stand-up on the spots that have been coming out in the Jeremiah Wonders feed. We had a great episode today with Greg Stone. You guys are going to love it. Let's get into it right here, right now, and look out for a new stand-up on the spot next week in Fort Worth, Texas. Welcome to the show. There's already craziness going on behind the scenes right now. I'm here with my pal Greg Stone in the house, baby. Thanks for having me, big dog. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for having me, big dog. Big, big. That's the first time I've been called big dog unironically, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, you are a big dog. Okay, thanks, man. You have big dog energy. Really? Yeah. Nobody's ever told me that, bro. Seriously? No. Dude, first of all, without even getting started, physically, big. You think I'm a big guy? You are a big guy. If you were a glass of water, I'd have to take two sips. I can't just gobble <laughs> that down. Okay. Yeah, man, you a gulper. Real, on the real, uh-huh. on the real real, mm-hmm. my uncle, yeah. we call him Uncle Big Dog. Really? So the fact that you called me Big Dog was throwing me for a whole kind of death loop. No. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. What? Runs in the family. The big dog energy? Big dog DNA. Oh. Yeah, man. You were a big ass dog. We also have, we all have, um, we all have dogs. Do we? Are you including me? You said we. Yeah. Yeah, a little dog dick. Like, you know, like when we like start to get aroused, mm-hmm. the red comes out. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. Because in this sign, usually red means stop. But it when the big dog when, comes out, when, red means. That means go, baby. Oh, Mm. Mm. Is he married? Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Big dog's got to roll <laughs> deep, baby. Come on, man. Got you know dog. I'm married, dog. Hell yeah. You smashing dash? Dude, I'm smashing wife Ooh. <laughs> all day long. I smash, I dash, and I come back because I'm married and I love her. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. I love being married. I whine, I dine, then I don't dash. <laughs> wine, dine. 69. Sorry. I'm going to apologize. Why? No. No, 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 no. No apologies here. No apologies. Here. I want you to be the full Greg. Full Greg. I want to, this podcast is going to be full Greg. I'm going to have to put a warning label on this podcast. You better. Yeah. Like the purge. Yeah. 22 minutes, you about to get full Greg. Why is this voice happening? It's who I am right now. Yeah. That's who my soul is. Don't worry about it. Big dog energy. Big dog energy. Hashtag. Big dog energy. Who let the dogs out? I came out. To that, yeah, uh, as a dare from uh, one of my buddies at a show recently, yeah, and it ate it so hard because I like was like getting into it, right? And like I had to, I turned on the crowd. <laughs> I was like, if you don't like that, you're not gonna like what you're about to see. None of this. Like, if you don't like the silliness that I was just giving y'all at the top, you might not like me. 
for this next hour that we're together. I hate these people. Right? You come out to Who Let the Dogs Out. Let me tell you this. I'm in the crowd. Yeah. I stand up. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my shirt off. Oh, yeah. I'm grabbing grandma. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm dipping her, and I'm going, you the dog. We the dog. We let the dogs out. I'm doing my own <laughs> rap to myself. Dude, I'm in. I like that in this scenario, you brought your grandma to of the course. show. Of <laughs> course. Because I was thinking in a big dog energy kind of way mm-hmm. that you saw a grandma in the crowd. You grab her. You start making out. You start oh. grabbing the boobs and stuff all the way down here, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I grab my grandma. Okay. Because my grandma likes the party. Okay. Yeah. Mary, losing her shit. Is and that your grandma's name, Mary? Yeah. She my- died, but. Sorry to bring that up, man. Yeah. You know, but I would bring her to the show and she would love you. My grandma's name was Ber- Bernice. Bernice? Yeah. I don't know why I stumbled on my grandma's name, but... was you? Are you lying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why her name you, was Bernice. Are you making up a story about a fake grandmother? Listen, man. Her name was Bernice, all right? Was it? Yeah, it was. All right, man. I thought that we would start off the podcast with like a truth, like some kind of like trust, you know? Okay, well, let's start off with the truth. All right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Truth mm-hmm. or false? Okay. Your phone's going off right now. I'm freaking out. Yeah, dude. Freaking take it, dude. Oh, it's Mel Melman, my take agent. It. Mel, I'm on the radio. How are you going to call me right now? You know I'm doing my thing. <laughs> I, we, speaker, speaker, speaker. Mel, my uh, this is my agent, Mel. Mel, what's going on? What'd you say? We couldn't hear you. Baby, we're going to close the deal on that thing, and it's going to be really fucking good, baby. You know this. Oh, Good, 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 good. Now I need 20 Start points. Count that money now. Take your shoes off. Take your socks off. Count your toes. Mm-hmm. And each toe is, is, is 10G, baby. Oh. Greg. All right. Greg, not to spoil the bit, sure. but tell James Mattern hello yeah. and baby, I love him. Oh. Later, right? so Jeremiah Watkins says hello and he loves you. Baby. I'm going to get him that money too. <laughs> He's got a little cash for you too. Heck yeah. I want to hear all about the shit. Call me later. We're starting right at like eight, uh, nine fifteen. Oh shit! I'm I'm eight. I'm five hours ahead. No, I'm eight hours ahead of you. Just give me a yell later. All right. God bless. Love you, baby. Uh, it sounds like it went great. I had no doubts. All right. We'll talk about it. I gotta do. I'm in the middle of a podcast, and yeah, I answered the phone. Jeremiah, All right, but you know James Manor? Yeah, I love James. I've known James for, dude. At, like literally, he is one of my first introductions to New York comedy. He like what he hosted one of the first shows I ever did in New York. Like. Dude, I want to say at least close to a decade ago. Yeah. I've known him for like, like he has literally, I've known him like and been introduced to him so many times over the years and he's always been the coolest to me. Like anytime, because you know, when you're visiting from LA, sometimes people yeah. are not a fan of like, what, why are you trying to grab stage time? Right. You know what I mean? If nobody's vouching for you, which early on, I didn't have many people vouching for me. So I'm just kind of going out there and stuff like that. He was always so freaking nice, so cool to me every single time from day one. I lived with James for nine years. Really? Yeah. So how it started was my Anthony DeVito is my uh, my best friend since high school. He does comedy. We came out to do comedy together. We were like, let's just get an apartment together yeah. alone. Another comedian decided, no, no, come on. I want to live with you. We'll be boys, blah, 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 bullshit, right? And we were like, okay, you can live with us. And then like six months in, he was like, I got to move. And I'm like, so now you're just leaving us with a third? My wife, Anthony DeVito, and me, and then this guy. So, like, we wanted to have, like, a family situation. Yeah, of course. So he goes, it's okay. I found you another guy. What's his name? His name's Mad Dog. And I went, no fucking way am I living with a guy named Mad Dog. Right, right. Then I met James, who used to go by the name Mad Dog. Yeah. And I went, oh, my God, this is one of the best human beings I've ever met. Yeah. And that guy's family calls me. I talked to him like I yeah. probably talked to him for an hour. Every That's when day. I met him. He was James Mad Dog Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a mad dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of big dog energy, come on. Ooh, that guy got a pink old pistol. Come on, pinkies for life. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> Rudy. But another truth. We we're going off the truth yeah. or false game. Mm-hmm. Not truth or dare. We do truth or false. Truth or false on Jeremiah Wonders. Uh, you did a late night appearance last night that I want to hear mm. about. Uh, false. This has all been a lie. No, just to get on this podcast. No. Uh, James, <laughs> funny enough, is that's the reason he's calling Greg right now. Yeah. Is he wants to hear all about it. And well, sorry, James, you're gonna have to watch back the podcast because you called during the recording, brother. Sorry, dog. You gotta pay for the Patreon. 
we putting this behind a paywall now, James. <laughs> we put just only you the story just behind the Patreon. <laughs> only, only the next 10 minutes is behind a 20-hour Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eat my ass. <laughs> uh, dude, so let me tell you. Just like, so I was came here to do, uh, I was just going to come, do Corden, and go home. Yeah. My wife was like, no, you've been trying to do this for 15 years. I'm coming with you. She's like, she wanted to bring the baby. And I'm like, you bring the baby, then I'm like, it's too stressful. I'm like, I... But she's I've like, got a lot on my mind, like, right. like outside of the set, just doing the set. Yeah, I can't just like, you know, I can't, I can't just be babysitting and, and if I can't sleep, this has to go well. She goes, fuck it, I'm bringing my family. So she brings my two Thai parents, who uh, Tita's parents, the baby, everyone. We rented a house. She rented a fucking BMW. It's like she just went. And, she put it all on the credit card. It's like who gives a shit? We got on the plane. The baby's good. He the whole ride until the very end. How old's your baby? One years old. He's exactly okay. one. Cool. Yeah. We, we land, kid shits his pants and starts crying. Literally got to the end, shits his pants. Now, that is a allegory for how this set went. So, first of all, we'll start, is that I've been doing a Jimmy Smith's bit on my podcast for years. Mm -hmm. Okay, we invented this thing called the Jimmy Smith smell sticks. Okay, those are sticks that when you, you got a bad smell, you pull out a stick, you smell it. That's a Jimmy Smith smell stick. Jimmy Now, Jimmy Smith's is on the show. And I go, no fucking way. This is great. Yeah. Kismet. He's finally going to give me the money he owes me. Right. For the Jimmy Smith smell sticks. Right. So before Corden, the way they do it, they go, uh, you, you, they do a little popping in the green room. Mm -hmm. So you do a little bit, you know, go like, hey, I'm Greg and my dick is hard as hell. See you in 20 or whatever bullshit. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, look, man, my career's over. Right. It's all dead. And I go, you can go little and do a bit or you could take a big ass swing. So the door opens, cameras in my face. And I looked in the camera. And I went. He goes, hey, Greg, what's going on? And I was like, where's Smith's and where's my money? And then Nick, what's his name's going, what? I'm like, Jimmy owes me a ton of cash. And if I do not see him, we he's in trouble. I'm like, he's in, let's just say Big Trouble Little China is not just a movie. I said that, which doesn't even make any sense. And then Corden, yes, ands me. He goes, in, in the green room, that's the door. Bang on the door, that's where Jimmy Smith's is. So now I'm banging on the door going, Jimmy. Where's my money, Jimmy? Give my and then Jimmy's going, you'll never get your money. And he starts playing along. And he's like, you'll never see that money, Jimmy. I turn around. He opens the door, pops his head in. I turn around. I miss him. And I go, ah, damn, I always miss Jimmy. So I'm like, oh, my God. He just took a, a wild swing yeah. for this stupid little opening thing. Now I'm like, I haven't been nervous about the show at all because I was like, well, I don't like flying. So that's what made me nervous. Then I do the sound check and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm a little... I'm a little nervous. Right, because now you have time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you're ready to, like, when we're at a club ready to do a set or whatever. Yeah. You're ready to get on stage, just do the set, whatever. But then somebody tells you that somebody might be there. You're like, ah, it's fine. But like, oh, by the way, you just got bumped four more spots. Then you're like, oh, okay. Yes. You have more time to process and be like, should I be in my head right now? I'm dwelling. I'm sitting in it. I'm like, what if you forget your material? I'm like, ah, fuck. But anyway. I go on to do my set, and man, it's going great. Going great. And then I do my last joke. It gets a big laugh. I'm like, awesome. And then the crowd is just looking at me. And then Corden is looking at me. And I'm like, this motherfucker isn't going to come over and say thank you? I go, no way. I'm like, that's like that's how bad it went? I thought it was going well. He's not even going to walk over and say hello. So I look at the crowd. I go, I don't know what you guys want. That's it. I'm done, right? And like, I'm not even gonna dick. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I'm done. I'm good, right? And then and the crowd's like, huh? And I'm like, I mean, I could do, I got more jokes. I go, uh, my wife's crazy. And then Gordon goes, no, man, you gotta say thank you, good night. <laughs> I did my whole set, ended, never said thank you. I think, you know, comedy 101, thank you guys, good night. And I'm just standing there, just completely blanked on saying thank you. And good night. And he goes, well, just say thank you, good night. He goes, we'll edit it. Who gives a shit, right? I hope they don't edit it. Because it's way funnier for me right. to have just did like literally like my son had a great flight, got to the finish line, and shit my pants. <laughs> then Corden comes over. And this is something I planned my whole life. This is something I said. The only reason I did this set was because I had this plan. Corden comes over. I shake his hand. I put $5 into his hand. And I said, there's a great little show you got going here. Thank you so much. Tipped him. Who tips a late night host? I put five in his hand. I went, this is great. Thank you so much for coming out. This is a really great thing. He looks at me and goes, 
This is the first time anyone's ever tipped a late night host. Shows the five bucks, and they go, "Thank you, you guys were great." It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. It's like my dad's been doing that for me for years. Yeah. Show is over. Went well, but I got to tip him. I got to yell at Jimmy Smiths, and I guess I did my act. Like, who the hell knows? I blacked out for all that. Hopefully that stuff is funny. Right, right. I'm knows. sure that stuff went great. Yeah, but now I'm like flying through space. You know, yeah. I'm like, you know, what chance do you have in life? You know, take Dude, a big that's swing. Incredible. I'm so curious what they're going to keep in. Right. They'll definitely keep the tip thing. I think. I think he likes that kind of stuff. Yeah, because also like he, you know, that's how he said good night. I would say they'll. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that they can edit around that. No. you know what I mean. No, yeah, yeah. And he laughed. He loved it. Right. But the me standing there, they'll probably have to edit because it in the room it's funny. But I don't know if that's a thing that, like, because of the delay of me standing there, it might have been like, oh, that's a little weird. It might right. also take away from the set. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. They, they'll probably cut it to, thank you, good night. Like, after he laughs yeah. or something, thank you, good night. Him walking over, the tip, all right. that stuff. But, dude, imagine that's amazing. forgetting to say thank you. That might be a new one. <laughs> that's literally the end. Like, that's the, that's the one thing you, you know how to see. You come on, you do your material, and then you go, thank you, good night. But I did my last bit and went, yeah, all right. That's it. There you go, guy. And I'm like, what a fucking idiot. I forgot to say goodnight. It's like you did. I forgot to sew up the patient. It's like right. we, we did the heart surgery. Everything went well. And went, yeah. all right, see you the guys. The heart's beating in the new. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, we're good here. Right? What about closing it up real quick? Yeah. It's wild. So, and now I'm like sitting here like, man, and I, I it's on tonight. It airs tonight. So I didn't, it, it filmed it yesterday, airs tonight. So I'm like, I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah. Also, the Jimmy Smith's thing. I went full swing. That might have been embarrassing. I may have embarrassed. I mean, I may have yelled too much, but I went, who the fuck gives a shit? Yeah. Who cares? Hey, dude, you're on late night, and you've been working towards it forever. Why not make it your own? And you I, did. Everyone knows I came to L.A. to do the Jeremiah Watkins podcast. Hello. That is why I'm here, dog. Hello. Oh, that is why I'm here to see Jeremiah Watkins. Larry. Larry lived in a box for three years. Larry's head got small from living in a box. Everyone called him Small Head Larry. Okay, here at Nickelodeon, um, you know, we like the concept of Larry living in a box, but um, it got a little bit dark there during the theme song. Do you think you can, um, you know, maybe make a slight adjustment on that? Sure. I'm going to try something like this. Larry. Larry lived in a box. His head wasn't small because it was decapitated in a car accident. Larry. Now, you have the catchy part down for the children, right. which we're big fans of here at Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. um, but... We might want to avoid the decapitation part of the storyline, at least in the jingle. Like maybe we can work up to that in the storyline, like like when we storyboard it out and we put it in a delicate way for these children. But but the whole thing is that Larry lives in a box. How would he fit in the box if you know he's a head in a box? The box is too small. Well, I'm not I'm asking you to you know to explain to me the logistics here. I'm just. Wanting you to come up with a, a a song for children that's memorable, it's it's likable, and like you have the tune down. The tune sounds very nice, but just uh, clean up the words a little bit, okay? All right, let's try something like <clears throat> Larry. Larry lived in a box, cause after the divorce, things got rough, and he had to move out of his house, so he moved in a box. Oh, Larry lives in a box. His kids don't see him. His kids are on drugs. His kid bought a knife. I hope his kid don't use it. Cause Larry lives in a box. What about something like that? You know what? We're going to get back to you on... Um, we've got some other options that we're looking at. Mm -hmm. um, with the divorce thing was fine. You know, we did... <laughs> We yeah. Larry's going through it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's you the know. details. The devil is in the details. 
you know, that is a very factual statement. <laughs> and and we're in that, that's a concern here, Nickelodeon, is mm. that the devil is in the details. We'd like angels to be the details. I mean, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We all, you know, their divorce exists is something that, yeah. you know, uh, we've had to deal with and tell children for years. There was uh, shows like Pepper Ann, where it's a single mother household that was put out there. That was a popular show. Yeah. Now, it's fine to mention the divorce, but um, about the kids turning to knives and drugs, <laughs> that's what's a little bit concerning for us. Sure. Uh, whether we want to put that on the docket of the theme song. Well, I could switch that. I think we're good. I think we actually you have heard... I mean? I, your the quality of your vocals is fantastic. Sure. So we'll be in touch. Yeah. All right. So if you want to. There it is in a box. That he lives in a box. And his wife is dead. And everyone's dead. Grandma's dead. Knives and kids. And everyone's dead. And he lives in a box. Come fuck yourself. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. At least this guy knows how to close. <laughs> <laughs> Larry lives in a box. Anyway. I mean, Larry lives in a box is going to be stuck in my head for a little bit now. <laughs> sure. Um, I like to. I don't know how you like to do comedy, but I like to just. Larry lives in a box. Larry lives in a box. Larry lives in a box. What box does he live in? He lives in your mom's box. Larry lives in a pussy. He lives in a fat pussy. Set a tent up in a pussy. It's your a mom's pussy is so big as that upper tent. Village like in Skid Row. Oh, Skid Row. Skid Row. Skid Row. Skid Row is also what you call your mom's pussy when she doesn't wipe properly. Larry lives in a box. How's this going? I feel like well. I feel like well. I feel like well too. I I just keep Bible on that sax. I yeah, cannot, I cannot wait. Oh yeah, no sax talk is coming at the uh, end there. No. Oh yeah. Um, how so? You are a dad of a year now. Is that your first child? First child. So I have, a, I have a son that's uh, you have a, son? A, a year and seven months old. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, his name is Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. Named after Gene or yep. after the, oh, or the, maybe the beasts of the forest? No, no, no. Yeah. After the Gene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. You know. Somebody asked me, they're like, uh, after Van Wilder? I was like, <laughs> no, not after the Ryan Reynolds character, <laughs> Van Wilder, that's based off of. Burt Kreischer's life. No. Yeah. Did you know that? It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, I did. I did know that. Not to so be that guy, but yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a bizarre. I kind of knew that. It's, I mean, it's bizarre. It's pretty bizarre. When you really think about it, you're like, that's pretty bizarre. It's bizarre that anyone let Burt Kreischer into college at all. True. You know, there's a lot of things there. Yeah. Larry lives in a box. Nothing we could do about that. That's just going to keep happening. Yeah, that's okay. You know what I mean? That's like our, uh, it's like a, the effects is like a Tourette's mic thing. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's right there. I gotta... <laughs> yeah. I, if, I, if I was in this room, I wouldn't even be recording. I would just be stoned out of my mind. Just playing with a box? Singing crazy shit into a box. I mean. I was going to hit another button. Let's see what this What's close up third. Close up third. Uh, Jimmy's on fourth. And uh, it's a wild swing he took. Oh, the ball is... Oh, it's a home run, but for some reason he's not going to first base. He's walking over to the crowd. What is going on out there on the field right now? Uh, he's walking uh, straight to the crowd. We are seeing him, and what is he doing over there? He's grabbed. He's grabbed a woman by the hair, and now he's just been yelling. This is this is unprecedented. He keeps yelling, this is Sparta. I'm not sure why this happening at this game and me talking like this. Mm. I mean... If he, all he has to do is get to home base and the Red Sox win it. But he is screaming, this is Sparta, into a woman's face. He is going full caveman, grabbing the woman by the hair, dragging her around the stands. We don't know what is going on in this player's mind right now. Now, here's my question, Dick. If he brings her to every base, as he seems to be doing, does that count as two runs? 
If he is not caught by the ball, then it does double the points. It is an old artifact of a baseball card that I have been looking at recently. I just learned how to speak English recently. Really? Yes. Oh, wait, you're doing great. Thank you is what I am feeling right now. What language were you speaking before this, Jimmy? Lots of Russian and Cantonese. Very good. That's two languages. Hmm. That's pretty good. Now, don't don't say you is. There it is. That's where I noticed. There's where the problem is. Oh, whoops. Yeah, yeah. There, you want to... Uh, let, me, uh, let me change this. In the air. Oh, man. Another brick. Another brick. What's, what's this? It's a, pink, it's a Pink Floyd kind of effect. Oh, I thought it was the devil. I mean, uh, hello. <laughs> hello, devil. Hello. We'll come back to the devil. Um, so I'm pretty proud of the set. I think it'll do well. Hopefully. Uh, oh, dude. You, dude, you never know. that. I mean, that that if they leave that in, that, that could also be one of those moments that could go viral online because it's so unique. Mm, you never know. Swung for the fence, baby. You want a virus mm -hmm. nowadays. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, I'll be. You know. The first time we potted together was on uh, our buddy Robert Kelly's podcast, and it was during the pandemic, I believe. We were in studio. Were we in studio? I feel like no. Yes, we had to. I feel like we were. Who else was on that? Do you remember? I think we were in studio. Were we? Yeah, because that's where I kind of ran. Sorry, but that's where I met you, and then I remember. Seeing you on something else, and I saw you were touching all these buttons, doing all these effects, and yeah, I went, yeah. "Oh, I like what this kid's up to." Yeah, this young oh, dog. This young's playing with toys, and I, Daddy likes toys. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? But I think that you would have been playing with that stuff on. Maybe it was. Maybe. There's no way to know. This is why you need a producer in room, so you can look that shit up. Hey, look it up. Yeah. Well, anyway. So hey, you... uh, hey, Gerald, will you look that up? That. Gerald is the what giraffe. What's his over problem? There. Yeah, he's not even. Yeah, he's, a, he's got some drinking. Uh, so then I messaged you. I was like, "Oh man, I'd love to do your podcast." Yeah, yeah. And because I, I thought we clicked, and I was right, like, "I yeah. like this guy." Yeah, 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 for sure. And then you messaged me three years later. Yeah. Hey, dude, love to have you. Yep. And I went. I've already retired from comedy. I have to apologize because when you hit me up i i said in the e email i was like next time you're in la let's do it yeah yeah yeah. and then you came to la and like i was busy or something and i like didn't respond in time yeah, no, and i was I like it. yeah no but i apologize it was some it was some la energy no i apologize a, for that let me say this no need because i i was like i know this guy the moment i met him i said oh, this guy's a good guy and then we didn't reply i went huh and then when you did two years later i went this guy's more like greg than you know this guy's responding three years later and being like, hell yeah, let's do it. And then when I saw you in person at the cellar, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you were so funny. It was like, great. So I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like yeah. oh, I, I was glad that I wasn't, I wouldn't have even brought it up if I thought it was like real. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real. No, like, I saw really you in New York and I, I apologize to you then there as well. I was like, dude, I'm seriously, when you're in LA next time, I apologize. <laughs> you should have ignored me again. That's that would have been the real LA thing. To That's do. The that would have been coming. the real kicker. Yep. Like, it's like, dude, I got you, man. <laughs> the next time you're on my neck of the woods, bro. Yeah, I got you, man. I'm gonna buy you lunch. You just yeah. keep opening it yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I take you for a ride in my fucking Corvette. It's gonna be great. <laughs> hey, man, don't even rent a BMW. <laughs> you can have mine, man. <laughs> don't rent a place. No. Just get on the plane and get here. I'll pick you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll handle everything. I owe you. I owe you. <laughs> That's great. People say that about the LA energy. I don't run into that many people in LA, so I don't like. I don't know. All my friends, I have friends who are here, but I don't. Sure. I don't know. I haven't had too much of that. I haven't had to deal with too they much. They call of that. people in LA. You know, we have the Los Angeles Lakers. They call them. They call people who live here the LA Flakers. Wow. Yeah, because you'll have plans set with somebody, and if something even remotely better comes along in them. <laughs> In their lives, yeah, they're so willing to drop plans with you for something else. It's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, that's brutal. No, no, it is. Yeah, it is. But if it's also, understood. but you surround yourself with your crew who don't do that to you. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like you, you go through a lot of people. You're like, huh, right. interesting. Because then you see who they were. I go, right. Well, that's who you are. I yeah. didn't realize that was you. Yeah, and you're one of them. Yeah, and that's heartbreaking. <laughs> my dad did that to me. Really? 
Yeah, something better came along, and he had to move. Hmm. Yeah, a whole other family. That's fine. Well, Greg, uh, if you could say anything to your dad right now, mm-hmm. look into that camera. What would what would you say? I'm better, man. I'm not the kid that you raised. I'm not. I knew I was. I knew I was trouble when I was little. You know, I was. I wanted to be hugged a lot and kissed and told and told I was. You know, but I don't need that anymore. I've grown. So I'd like to. Ha- I'd love to start a relationship with you again, if you could, Pa. Pa, can I call you Pa? Or guy still call you Mr. Anderson? Anyway, if you do want to make a chance, I got some. You know, I got some gift cards to Bennigan's, and uh, we can go eat there. Appetizers on me, dog. I love you, dog. Call me. That was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, Greg. And I appreciate you putting yourself out there like that on this podcast. You're coming in as a guest, but guess what? You're leaving as a brother. Thanks, JW. This was great. What I would I like feel healthy. to think, and this is a hypothet this is a this is a alternate universe. Mm-hmm. That your dad's name is Larry and that he's actually no longer with us. Mm-hmm. And Larry lives in a box is actually a coffin that you keep singing about, but you keep finding ways to riff about a, a box. Look what you did to me. <laughs> Look what you did to me, Greg. My daddy lives in a box. My daddy lives in a box, six feet in the dirt. Oh no. Oh daddy, I miss you. Oh daddy, I said that I loved you too many times. So you got a new family in Clifton, New Jersey. Then you got shot. Now you live in a box. I'm sorry, man. No, it's all right, man. I'm uh, just hit, hit close to home. New dad, you know. Oh. You're a dad. I'm a dad. We understand that. You yeah. know what it's like to lose, to it, miss. It hits different when you're a dad. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I do. You know, because now you know. You thought you were going to be. When I had a kid, I, I the cycle is you, you first you think your parents are heroes. Yeah. Then you realize they fucked up. Then you become a parent and you see yourself fucking up. And you're like, I don't want to step in the same direction that my parents did. I don't want to do that to my kid. I don't want to fuck him up. But what can I do? I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. But all you can do is hope. All you can do is hope. You, kid, when he gets older, will be able to forgive you. And the only way... He'll be able to do that. Is if you forgive you for things that you're about to do. So when was the last time you busted a fat nut? Oh, pre-show, man. I had to come here, come free. Heck yeah, you dude. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know? man. I can't come into this podcast with a hard-ass dick. Weighed down? <laughs> no way, come dude. Come on, dick swinging <laughs> back on, and forth, dog. Yeah, man. And come I was on. running late, too, so I'm like, I got to bust this nut at this red light. Wait, wait. Is that why you were running late? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. You know, can't come unless you came, daddy. <laughs> I know. You can't go unless you came. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to do an ad read, or how does that work? Yeah, let's do an ad read together right now. <laughs> Great. Okay. All right. Jimmy's blood-soaked quesadillas. They're like quesadillas, but they're soaked in blood. Jimmy's blood-soaked quesadillas. We'll make them out of little goats. Sweet little goats, sweet little goats, 
So come on down to Jimmy's And get a blood soaked Quesadilla Man of goats For $6 you can get Four quesadillas Right now Bring your grandmother And she gets a senior discount Bring that hard old dick Down to the bloody quesadilla store I think they'll be happy with that. It was for a blood-soaked quesadilla? Yeah, it's a new thing that's cooking lately. Okay, tell me more. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is that there's vegan. The vegan movement has also pushed a... a what is a, a vegan? A vegan is a person who eats more vegetables. That's not how you say that word. <laughs> <laughs> a vegan eats more vegetables. Okay. Uh, they're very into vegetables. Okay. So because of the push left, yeah. there's been a right push... So then the meat eaters went, well, we're going to double down on our eating meeting. Our, our eating meeting, we're going to eat. There's eating meetings for the people who eat meat out there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say you go vegan. Okay, great. I, as a meat eater, go, fuck you. I'm going to eat double the meat to ruin what you're doing. Oh, is that why the meat lover's pizza was amended? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is really rubbing in the face of the vegans who are asking for the veggie pizza. Yes. Okay. Yes. And who are asking for, like, you know, like things that were not actual cheese in there, but they were, like, different options and stuff like that and different yeast that's actually not yeast. Yes. Okay. More beef, more meat. Mm-hmm. So what that's what they did with the vegan with the quesadillas. They wanted goat. They wanted goat quesadillas because goats are generally pretty cute. And they said, well, not only that, to really piss the vegans off, let's do baby goats, and then we'll double soak the quesadilla in blood. What does a baby goat sound like? Meh. <laughs> now that's why we're here. Come on, people. Thank you so much for <laughs> coming back to dad jokes on the program. <laughs> uh, we'll be zinging those zingers at you left and right. So just keep on looking for them. You know, I actually found out why dad kick jokes exist. Why? Because you are, the child ruins everything. And all you can do is hold on to humor. Mm-hmm. But because everything has been ripped from you, it's you're so tired that a dad joke is just the last stitch effort of trying to keep some kind of humor into a tired, dead world. Right. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like having conversations with people when you ask them, what do you think? And you go, okay. Because <laughs> it, does, it, it does what you just did where you're like, that didn't even freaking answer my question at all. Try it, try it sometimes. It really throws people off when, when yeah. somebody asks you a question. You go, okay. Uh, well, uh, wait, how do I? You ask me a question. Let's try okay. it. Um, do you think uh, that it's a, a good thing or a bad thing that there is more diversity in film and television now. Film and television diversity. What do you give me some examples? Um, I think that there is uh, uh, with uh, different superheroes, mm-hmm. different Disney characters. Uh, they're not all white anymore. Right, and so um, now, uh, give me. Uh, what are you asking me again? Give me a question again. Do you like diversity? Okay. Back to you, Jack. I don't know what I'm doing here. In my mind, anyway, Mac to... No, I like exactly what you're doing here. <laughs> Literally, you're the kind of guest I like to have on the show. You have so many no rules that I can't I can't maintain a straight thought. It's just too much to grab. There's too much to say. You're yes-anding everything. What a, well, <laughs> I can't seem to like... I know Noah Pocky. Come here and tell stories. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play with this. We're going to sing songs. All the crazy shit in my head. I'm going to let it all out. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Larry Lee. Box. It's the most fun I ever had in my life. Dude, that's what I want clipped out. <laughs> I want to cut together your set on Gordon. And you come back. It's the most fun I've ever had in my life. But seriously, though, I think we should get back to white people in movies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you do questions or is it just like... Do, do, I, do I do questions? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you freaking mean, dude? Do I do questions? Do you do questions? Or what do you do mean, I just... do I do questions? Do you do questions? Like, do, do I do questions a, on what? Like a follow-up? Like, where were you born? Does your Are you happy in your marriage? Hey, man, that's out there already. Is it? Yeah. Well, then tell me. Am I happy in this marriage? We'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So... I think you're real happy in your marriage. If you're willing to uh, travel across the country with your family, yeah, and 
you have a wife that's that supportive and and who knows that you've been wanting this specific thing with mm-hmm. your career for a while that's a good wife dude also that made me happy when i when i heard about that that like you guys made an event out of this because dude if you don't make an event out of when we're trying to book something or trying to get something like along with our careers it's kind of like why did we make such a fuss about it for so long if you don't take a moment to absorb like the moment and feel good about it and celebrate it you know i try to tell my friends all the time when they book something or they're they finally got something that they're working towards i'm like yo now celebrate and take this in for a bit so you're not like okay on to the next thing because yeah. then you're 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 always empty on the inside dude evan williams said it to me last night and the best thing in the world if i have a bad set i beat myself up for a month if i get a win I don't even, I'm like, okay, uh, I don't yeah. allow myself to be in yeah. that moment and be happy. That's like, be, dude, enjoy it. You know, like you worked hard, you did a thing. It's like, yeah. why don't you fill yourself with the love on the inside as much as the fucking hate and darkness? There's yeah. no need for it. Yeah. You know, you can't live, we all can't live in that dark box like Larry. And that's what the song's about. And you filled your wife with love and she got pregnant. Hello. Mm-hmm. One shot, one kill. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, a lot of people don't know. Yeah, what's what's crazy is a lot of people when they try to have sex with women, and this is just crazy. Uh, yeah, I you, heard about this. They did a study, right? Continue. They did a study. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of people try to. Uh, the cum can go anywhere. That's that's the thing. That's my book. And that is a quote that I heard from Doctor Schultz recently. Yeah, yeah. The, the cum can go anywhere. Yeah. So if you're looking to get pregnant, don't just aim for the vagina. The cum can go anywhere. I put it in my hand like I was going to lather up, and then I put it in her hair and I rubbed. It. I said, "You're such a good woman." Mm. And then, you know, like Pantene, you know. Right. Whatever. Nine months later, I got a baby who's um, Indian. But yeah, that means something. That's how good I did. I do uh, like how, you know, my wife got pregnant. I I, I was just masturbating the other room, actually. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she walked in the room, and then I did the LeBron thing. Oh! And then that's how she got, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And it yeah. worked? Yeah. That's awesome. One shot, one kill, dude. One shot, one kill. Big dog energy, brother. Big dog energy, dog. That's what that's what we knew. I don't know what the name is. Is this name of this episode Big Dog Energy? Is it named Larry Lives in a Box? Or is it named episode 38? Gary Stove. Even the show's been going on for so many years. <laughs> I name it episode 38. It makes no sense. Like, dude, what? It, why? This is literally like in the 200s. Like, what is... Why? Episode 38 with nobody. Yeah. That should be with nobody. <laughs> Larry lives in a box with pixelation over your face, like one of those witness protection <laughs> people. It'd be hilarious if you edited me completely out of the podcast, and you're just like, like I change it to like lower the pitch, like yeah. So it was a great experience on late night, and uh, it was really cool. Uh, I really had a good time. I had a really good experience. Um, is this is this two devils talking? Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah. What do you do? What do you, what kind of devil do you do? Oh, what kind of devil am I? Uh, well, I'm not like, like, I'm working towards becoming like Satan level, but, uh, I'm just like one of the devils, or like one of the minions of hell and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm, I'm what you want to say, I'm a startup devil. Okay. <gasps> Any credits yet? Anything big? Any work I haven't seen? Well, I've done a couple exorcisms. Uh, I whispered in one guy. Oh, yeah. I was one of the, the voices inside Jeffrey Dahmer's head. No way! Yeah, it's, you know, I've been out there a little bit. No, they, they just had a show! Did they really? Yeah, they put it on Netflix! Oh, I've heard of Netflix, yeah. Yeah, cool. you gotta check it! Okay. They probably owe you some money, dog. You think I could get some residuals from that? 100%. If you're the voice in Jeffrey Dahmer's head... I mean, I don't wanna brag, but... Yeah, man. You, they don't use jets. Okay. So, were you behind, like... Uh, where, which voice? Were you like a gay voice or were you the killing voice? Well, I definitely, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into that or the, the preferences thing, but I was the eating one. Oh, alright. I mean, look, man, I'll accept you, of course. But no, it's not, I mean, it's not that I'm uncomfortable or anything. I mean, uh, but, you know, there's a lot of devils out there that if that's what they want to do, that's I'm just totally fine with me, but I'm just, you know, I'm a super straight devil. Well, I never thought the devil would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a lot of gay friends. It's cool. We're pretty excited to hear down hell, you know? 
I mean, dude, there's, you know, there's people, you know, having sex everywhere around us, so it doesn't matter. This is not for you. Oh, this is not for anybody. Just, just don't do it in front of me. <laughs> but, I mean, if there was a place that wasn't going to be homophobic, it would actually be hell. Would it be? Or would it not be? No, because it wouldn't be, because we accept everybody in hell. The homophobic places up there in fucking heaven with the angels, they don't let you in fucking, you know, they, let you, they don't let you in heaven for when you love another man. But do we know that? Yeah, we're the devil. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look at all these homos. That probably seems offensive. But I am the devil. <laughs> <laughs> you are the devil. I am the devil. Wait, are you? I didn't even ask you yet. Oh, What's yeah. Are you, are you the devil? No, 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 no. Okay, no, well, no, what no. kind of devil are you? Yeah, well, I'm, I, you know, I'm just pretty much, I'm the devil that uh, makes people um, too horny to survive. Uh, could you elaborate on that? I could try. Oh, uh, okay. You ever see people who get so sex crazy, and then, you know, it leads them into like, yeah, Dahmer, you're doing a similar thing, you know, yeah. like, you know, I, I like to put, you know, things into their mind that's like, oh, like, uh, you know, follow that girl, follow that boy. Follow him off the train. You're a follow devil. A follow devil. Uh, I've always wanted to meet one of you. I, I, I've never, I, you're always too busy telling other people where to go. Like, you're hot on the trail of other people. I can never find you. Because there's so many horny people out there. It's a lot to manage. It's ironic that you're a follow devil when I can't seem to follow you anywhere. Yeah, well, I don't really go anywhere. Huh. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find us. But Yeah, yeah man. I'm, look, I'm proud of your work. The Dahmer stuff is huge. Thank you so much. I never had a TV show. Wow. You know what I mean? But wait. Are you? Do you have anything to do with Twitter? No, I've, I'm afraid of social media. Oh, I feel you're follow devil, the followers, and different stuff like Holy that. Christ, I never even thought what of that. Oh, you money, man. Follower? I didn't even think about it. I should hit that guy up. Yeah, what's his name? Mark Cuban. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get that guy. Yeah. Larry lives in a box. Huh? Anyway, anyway the, the homo thing, thing threw me off, off and, and I, I didn't know where to go. go. <laughs> That's the problem when you're just yelling jokes. Sometimes crazy shit comes out. Yeah, man. And you're like, well, all right, I'm going to go down for that one. Hey, but, you know, that was the devil. That was the devil. That wasn't me. Safety, baby. Safety. Yeah. Just like after a, a sweet fart, we just say safety after jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we just That's doing, a hilarious just like, idea. <laughs> N-word, safety. 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 <laughs> If we could do that as comedians, oh, it'd be dude, great. it'd be so great. Safety. Just saying something shocking on stage and be like, safety. Safety. Just real quick, safety. Bill Cosby was right. Safety. Safety. He actually had a, a lot of good ideas. Safety. safety. <laughs> you got to get a safety button. Yeah. Safety. Safety. I love it. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, yeah. man. Larry lives in a box. Um, That is in my head, and it won't leave. Oh, We know. You know what I mean? No, no. We know. You can tell? I can, yeah, you've really? said it. Yeah, you've said it a few times. I think it's in there. It's I said it out head. loud. You said it. Dude, you've been singing it out loud. Oh, you God. even, like, even in the jingle, like, when we cut to the commercial break, mm -hmm. Larry worked his way into the commercial break. Oh, no. I was thinking there was going to be a product for an ad read. I'm trying to make some money on this podcast. And then, no, it turns out Larry lives in a box. Can we do another ad read? I mean, yeah, we need to cut to an ad read right now. You got a dead horse. Do you got a Dead horse. Do you need someone to get rid of the dead horse? Sally's dead horse removed. Call 1-800-6969 to get your dead horse removed. Do you suffer from a dead horse in your lawn? But you don't know how to get rid of it. Well, we have the solution for you. Call Salad Dead Horse Removal. 1-800-6969 Salad Sixty nine, sixty nine. 
probably wondered in the Godfather movie how they got rid of the horse in the bed. It was Sally's dead horse movie. Sally's dead horse movie. And his body's too big to carry in a truck. So who do I call? Sally's dead horse removal. We got it, Rick. That's big bucks right there. Yo, that's big bucks. And they pay a lot. Dude, if guys, if you need a dead horse removed... Um, use promo code Jeremiah at one eight hundred sixty nine sixty nine, and they'll remove your dead horse for you. And that's thing they got money because there's not a lot of people removing dead horses. No, you know, no, 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 no. It's a very specific trade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why they're only allowed. They're allowed one eight hundred sixty nine sixty nine. That's only four numbers after one eight hundred. That's what. See, I was I was thinking that right, but then like when you said it, I appreciate the clarity because I was like, I don't know how that's gonna go through. Mm -hmm. But it will go through. It goes like, through. They have the rights to it, right? They have the rights. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, you're like, and they're like, hello. You're like, whoa, one ring? Yeah. You're like, yeah, one ring. Great customer service. Dude, that's always feels nice when you just get them on one ring. One ring? Yeah. <sighs> Come on. If I get two rings, I answer your phone call every single time. Mm -hmm. One ring. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. no rings. Right. So if you're in a second ring, just hang up because I'm not picking up. Yeah. Because I'll be on the phone already. i be on the phone. Yep. My pronouns are I be. On the phone. Yeah. That's, that's what also, I identify That's as. also a Will I Am song that Is came it? out in 2004. Man, I don't know what's happening here, but I believe you. <laughs> and I choose to not take that as a joke. Good. And I'm going to tell everybody my friends about it. Good. I be on the phone. I be on, I be on the phone. I, I be on the phone. <laughs> I mean, we got the tools. I mean, we got the tools. We got the tools. We got the tools to play. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. Call in up for mama. I get a phone 24 hours a day. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. Talking to your mama. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. Who am I talking to? Your mama. Can I pick it up at 3 o'clock? Can I get you something to eat? You want some chicken? Do you want some ski? Seconds.
A plus, dude. Yeah. A plus. Yeah. I like what you got cooking, dog. Yeah. I like what you got. And guess what? What? I like what you're stirring up. Ooh. What I like about this podcast the most is the lack of a fan. That shit is hot as hell in here. Yeah. Why? Why? Because. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. I'm talking to your mama. Hell yeah, dog. I forgot to put the fan in. No. Right, who needs it? It's pretty can we, good. Can Keeps we add, hot. Can we add it in post? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Put the fan on. Tomorrow hey, I'll wake up like, I'm pretty cool. Hey, Gage, will you add a fan on Greg right now? Yeah. Like a fan and sound effects and everything. And then could you could you be like, oh, it's so oh. nice in here. Is that? <laughs> it's a little too much. <laughs> I'm too cold in here. I don't know why that reminded me of Fred Flintstone when he did. Oh, 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 oh. I honestly think I do have the body type and looks. I do feel like I look like Fred Flintstone. I could mm. be a Fred Flintstone. Okay, body. I could be your Barney. You want me my Barney? Yeah. Nah, you too big, dog. You a big dog. Come on, dog. We should play the. Le- I should be LeBron James. Wait, was that a burp? No, that was a thing. I used to. That's a catchphrase. Mm. Let me see if I can do it again. That's what I, that's how I win. You just start yeah. vomiting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, you don't have to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, I'll be on the phone 24 hours a day. Um, yeah, nice. So Greg is a very funny comedian. Um, you should check out his late night appearance on James Corden. Uh, you should check him out. My podcast. Uh, you podcast a lot. Friday night, Greg. Friday night, great. Friday night energy, and also your Monday show on Wednesday morning. Oh right, right, the Comedy Cellar. It's once a month. It's called Night Cream. Night Cream. We do a lot of similar stuff like this, dude. You got to jam with Night Cream. You were built for this. Oh yeah. We're well, already doing it on your own thing, dude. But we should collabo. Oh, we love to collabo. Collabo, dog. Collabo and gelato. Come on. <sighs> we're gonna close out with this final segment. Is there anything that you want to plug before we do the final segment? Sax talk, though, my friend. Um, I do want to plug. Um. Uh, my website, uh, 1-800-DEADDOGS.COM. It's similar to the horse thing, but I, I'm starting small. So I just removed dead dogs. Well, dogs are easier to get out of houses than horses. Yeah, right. It takes, it takes a team to get Sally's dead horses mm-hmm. removal. I mean, dude, that's a, that's a fleet of people that come out in a van and everything. But dogs are more emotional. That is true. You, you have to give condolences in a different way to a yeah. dog owner. Yeah. You know, and I try to, I try, I'm there for you. Like when that. a dead horse dies, usually have a very wealthy person. They're already emotionally attached from, detached from everybody. From life. From life, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, 90% of the horses that die is the owner's fault. They're usually, they have something to do with it. So what do you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, 100deaddogs.com. <laughs> Your website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have my podcast, Friday Night Greg, which I should be promoting, but it's way more fun to do. Um, I wonder if deaddogs.com is a website. I don't want to go. I mean, I don't dude. want to check. Come on, you got a phone, but do you want to deal with the consequences of what that might be on that website? 1 800, well, 100 deaddogs.com. There's no way that exists, but deaddogs.com. deaddogs.com? Yeah, see. Wait. I'm about to go in incognito mode. Got to, brother. I'm always in incognito mode. DeadDogs.com? DeadDogs.com. Well, you're going to be shocked. What? It's available to purchase (laughs) for only $3,895. Really? Yes. How much do you want to promote your dead dogs? You're going to spend four grand. Wait, how do you know the price? It tells you that? It says... You want to- Guys, if you think that Greg and I should buy deaddogs.com, comment below. Let us know if we need to get a, a GoFundMe going for this. You know, I think that this is a good cause that we could be. We can post your, not your, but you have a dead dog. To honor them. To honor them. Deaddogs.com. Is this a million dollar idea for only four grand? Link below for the Kickstarter. Yeah, and we'll do songs for them. Like, do you mind? Yeah, of course. Uh, this goes out to you, Willie. You were a Britney Spaniel. English. You were great to your, to your family. Uh, never peed in the house. Never bit no one. Willie.
great, great Dane. Willie was a great, great Dane. Willie was a great dog. Willie was a great dog. Willie was a great, great Dane. Willie ain't never bit no one. Willie never peed in the house. Willie ain't never made no food off the top plate. Then he got hit by a car. Very sad by far. He used to watch Bill Maher when his family went away. This one goes out to Billy. Billy. Billy is what they called him. We loved your dead dog ass. <laughs> Was a sweet dead fucking dog. He's on dead, he's on dead dog. Now he's living amongst the stars, oh Billy. Well, it's new rules. New rule, Billy. You can't go outside anymore. And all dogs go to heaven. But you would have went first. Billy. Yeah, that website will kick. Get ready for sax talk. <laughs> oh, sax talk. Um, well, in 2002, I was sitting in a green uh, golf, Volkswagen Golf, and uh, I was at a Bergen Community College, and uh, I met a girl. She was a blonde-haired bombshell, beautiful woman. Uh, we met getting into my car. And, uh, you know, I reached my arm out, and she leaned in. I went, this is it. This is it. I'm going to go for it. So I went and uh, put my hard-ass lips on her hard-ass lips, because we were both very cold. And we started kicking it sex style but, but no sex yet just a lot of dry humping you know on the on the in the mean streets the burn community college parking lot and she looks at me and she goes stop 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 i go what's up what's up what's up she goes give me your issues now tell me your issues now and i said sometimes i put my foot in my mouth and i said what are your issues you're not like bulimic or anything and she went, oh my God, I've never told anyone before. And I went, what? And she went, only my grandmother knows. And I went, I am so sorry. I just said anything. I didn't mean to tell you that. I just, I just said anything. And she said, no, it's okay. It's just, it's, it's just hard. And I went, no, no, it's cool. You know, whatever. And, uh. I drove her home, and uh, uh, suffice to say, we didn't have sex or anything, but I just happened to pull out of my pocket the worst thing that was going on in her life, and I had no idea. So I guess things worked out for me. If you're out there, I hope you've gotten. Well, she doesn't do it. She she used to be. She wasn't anymore. So that is a 100% true story. Wow. 100% true. Dude, mm -hmm. I mean, there's not really any coming back from that. No, there really isn't. Also, I realize it's hard to talk with you because you have a saxophone in your mouth. It's <laughs> like, oh right, I gotta, I gotta do the whole. But the sax is great. Now, yeah. when a bulimic girl gives you head, mm -hmm. uh, is it the one time where she can swallow and spit? Now that might be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. There's no coming back from that. You, my friend, finished comedy. Did I just make a perfect joke? <laughs> Perfect, as they would say in Street Fighter. 
fun dude i loved having you oh good i hope you had a good time i had a blast with you oh me too i had a blast coming i hope uh i hope this was everything that we wanted and more let me let's just recap we had larry lives in a box larry lives in a box you cried i did cry <laughs> you cried for real <laughs> we had a dead horse removal that's how you, that's how you know something is seriously wrong <laughs> you're like oh i'm in an unsafe place now jeremiah just started crying during the podcast <laughs> we did a horse ad uh i had a homophobic slur and no, i didn't a character did uh the devil did safety we safety <laughs> we created uh, safety was created it's gonna that's gonna sweep the nation that is no time nation sweeper yeah um so thanks for having me dude love to have you brother fun. thanks <laughs> <laughs>